0: Welcome to the Clipper Podcast, the leading global information source for the nuts and dried fruit industry. In times of cancelled trade shows and conferences it is very important to have a magazine and a podcast that keeps you informed even when you cannot travel and when you cannot have meetings and gatherings with your clients and partners. We are doing our best to keep you informed with recent updates from companies and suppliers and processors all over the planet. We still traveled when it was possible to buy a facht this February and we were surprised to find an American prune producer who is proud to offer an organic range, Wilbur Packing, a company with more than 150 years of history in the Sacramento Valley.
1: We started doing some organic stuff in the 90s -hmm. and we've ebbed and flowed. You know, it's like we've had more, we've had less. Right now we don't have a lot of acreage of organic, yeah. but that's, we're trying to transition some all yeah. the time.
0: Do you have that. a feeling that there's people like uh, Edeka, Rewe, Lidl, Carrefour My feeling coming? is
1: that, um, no, those none of those people have come yet, but okay. um, my feeling is that Eastern Europe is producing such a cheaper organic product mm-hmm. that it's, that's going to be the biggest conflict mm-hmm. and that if people want to pay a premium price for a California product,
0: and how does it work for your domestic market at the moment? For it's organic? Well,
1: we're, that's what we're working on. You know, we're in Amazon and we're trying to build, you know, build, promote our brand. And yeah. we're second or third on Amazon yeah. and, uh, yeah. on our product. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's doing really well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but of course, that's a small business, you know. Yeah. But it's growing all the time. And we talked to someone Co- that represents Costco do you do your own communication about it, or how does it? What do you work? mean by communication?
0: Well, if you, for example, offer the food at, at Amazon, is yes. it just the fact that people are looking for organic prunes, or um, yes, pretty the, much. Okay. Yeah, they're
1: probably searching for organic prunes. But we, we do have other sustainability aspects. We 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 use our water, mm-hmm. and we have solar power. We're run on solar power.
0: So you're kind of water independent, or
1: yeah. Well, we, we use a lot of water. So what we've been doing, especially with the prunes, because of the we add water to the product. Yeah. So we're using that water for for irrigation mm-hmm. and then, and and treating it mm-hmm. and then and being able to use it again and not waste as much water. Ah,
0: okay. Finally, something is starting to happen about marketing and communication. What do you expect in the near future?
1: Well, what we're trying to do with our like Looney Pruney. We're trying to target a younger audience Mm -hmm. And in the I don't think as much here But in the US Prunes are kind of a joke You know like Mm -hmm. They make you you Go to the bathroom And you know And people joke about that And uh, so we're trying to embrace that Mm -hmm. Funny fruit serious nutrition Mm -hmm. Because it can be very healthy for you Mm -hmm. If we can promote And get the younger people interested It's going to really be everything Mm Because if not It's going to be a dying industry Mm -hmm. I did see a report in the U.S. that the millennials spend more money on food than older generations. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're more interested in the gourmet products yeah. and things and veganism and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So hopefully if we can get them on board with this being a part of that scene, yeah. <laughs> it'll help. Because right now I think it's like you said, the older generation isn't as interested mm-hmm. in that. So mm-hmm. we need to get the young people on board with using like you said, these products for more innovative recipes. Just
0: given that there might be a
1: little bit of an economic downturn in the future, for the first
0: 10 years here in Europe, everybody was wondering, like, ah, oh, okay, people are buying organic, it's more expensive, mm-hmm. and they will stop doing so if yes. they don't have the money. What do you expect?
1: It's true that high end products are the first to go, mm-hmm. the luxury products mm-hmm. are the first to go. Mm-hmm. If we can keep a stronghold in the market, mm-hmm. I think the, the economy will get better it'll come back up it's just not having our product get forgotten about Mm -hmm. it's possible that it'll remain stagnant or maybe even go down a little bit but it's a long standing we're a 150 year old company we're in for the long haul So, um, you know, the economy has gone up and down quite a bit in the last 150 years. Yeah, of course. So, you know, we just have to be patient and you have to go with the tide of the world. I mean, nothing we can do about it.
0: It's always good to hear an upbeat message in these times. At the Almond Conference last December, we talked to Chet Cummings at JKB Energy. Solar power has become an important additional income for growers and processors in California in a short period. We wanted to know what triggered this development.
2: Most of the hullers and processors have solar. Uh-huh. They already have solar. But quite a few of the pumping stations, deep wells, and so forth, um, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of market still out there. And most of our customers that do one system, they end up doing multiple systems. It's something that they're a little bit uncomfortable with when they start. Yeah. So uh, they have a lot of, I don't know, re- reservations. But once they see the process working, they like it. They can't control their cost of pollination. Bees mm-hmm. are going up, you know. So that's why we have all these self-pollinating varieties. Your fertilizer, your labor cost, your equipment—that you can't control. That you can't control mm-hmm. your energy cost. And depending on if you're in a municipal owned power district, they have different rules in Pacific Gas and Electric and Southern California Edison, San Diego Electric. Publicly traded companies uh, are required to do more with solar and they have uh-huh. higher rates.
0: According to a new report by the International Renewable Energy Agency, Unsubsidized renewable energy is now most frequently the cheapest source of energy generation. We wanted to know if there are any tax incentives in California to boost solar power.
2: Right now we have a 30% investment tax credit from the federal government, Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's going to drop... That's
0: a federal uh, federal. thing. uh, So
2: if you do a $100,000 system, you have a $30,000... Investment tax Credit, So if you owe thirty thousand dollars to the IRS, you pay zero. Mm-hmm. But that is dropping after the first year to twenty-six percent, mm-hmm. then the following year twenty-two, then the fifteen. We'll see what happens. Okay, the thirty percent investment tax credit is the initial cost of the system. Uh, investment. That's the investment. So if you invest a in hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, that is the cost basis. Okay. And then you get to depreciate half of the investment tax credit. Mm. So your cost basis is 85% of the total. Mm-hmm. And under the Trump administration, pro-business, you can depreciate it all in one year. The utility company has a guideline for how much you can build, how much you can generate. Uh-huh. And the guideline is you can't build it for more than your last 12 months of usage. So you're not a solar generator so much as you're offsetting your usage of 100%. So let's say for ag, when we start pumping, there's some pumping for frost in in February, March, but pumping really starts at the end of April, depending on the weather, and goes until about late October. Uh, So those months where you're not pumping, let's say November through March, you're building up credit. So when you Uh, do... uh, Okay, so I can offset about 75% of someone's bill because so much of it is demand charges, meter charges, and taxes. Mm-hmm. Are you using Chinese models? Uh, uh- Chinese Chinese modules. Some of them are man. Uh, there's one company that we use once in a while. Uh, they don't. They're not reliable in their delivery schedules, which is important to us. It's a Chinese company, but they're assembling right here outside of Sacramento, I, I and see. almost everything is in in China, where they have very in, in, mm-hmm. inexpensive energy. But the state is, is is looking more and more toward renewable. Um, our infrastructure is archaic, <laughs> as you can tell by the fires and so forth. So. We'll see what the next ten years holds.
0: In our next episode we will have the first voices from four continents giving us an assessment of the impact of the coronavirus for the nuts and dried fruit and the snack industry. Stay tuned. We wish that you stay well.